Hey guys, Sean Hayes here. Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and I had a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to sit down with not one, not two, but three presidents of the United States on our recent episode of Smartless. That's because President Biden, a returning guest, brought two of his favorite pals, former Presidents Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, all joined us for unforgettable conversation. It's a historic episode of Smartless as we pry into the minds of these remarkable leaders. We'll cover everything from their time in office, America's responsibilities in the world, and their personal passions in an episode full of some candid stories, insightful perspectives, and a few surprises along the way. Whether you're a political junkie or just curious about the inner workings of the Oval Office, this episode is a must listen. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to hear from three of the most influential figures in recent American history. Follow Smartless on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also listen to Smartless ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. If scary movies give you dread, keep you up late night in bed, here's a podcast that will help raise your mind. We'll explain the plot real nicely, then we'll talk about what's frightening so you never to have a spooky time. It's Ruined. Hello, everybody. My name is Hallie. And my name is Allison. And this is Ruined, a <laughs> podcast where we ruin a movie. I don't know why I said it like that. You know <laughs> who our, what our names are. Or if you don't, well, that's what they are. Here they are. Okay, goodbye. Don't bye. Ever, we, sorry, we blew it. No, we're kidding. Um, no, but Never the, leave no, us. I don't mean that like my name is, but I was like, Allison. I don't know. It just kind of, I just sunk into it in a way that is just a not natural um normal accent for me. So anyway. You're, it's probably just hearing my piercing Midwestern. I think it's rubbing off on me in a way that's probably uh, more of a ghost uh, taking over my body than it is uh, me listening to your voice Ooh, for so, okay. so many hours a week. <laughs> I like the idea of like an accent as like a ling- linguistic ghost, which yes. makes me think there's a movie Pontypool that we should absolutely, we need to do that Pontypool. one. That's going to be a special one. And it's based on a book that I attempted to read called Pontypool Changes Everything. And I'm, I won't tell you any more than that. All right. That's all we need to know because we should do this movie. Yes, absolutely. Um, guys, thanks for joining us. Allison, how are you doing? I'm good. We're living in a very, I you know, today in recording time is a day that was like, it was sunny and then it was cloudy and then it got like, while I was finishing my errands, extremely dark and is getting windy. Like very, you know, when like the storms coming in vibes, (laughs) which is very spooky and kind of like exactly what we want for a night that we're recording the podcast. Also, I feel like that's every day in New York. So it's perfect. That is also every day in New York. Whatever you're listening to, that's probably what's going on. Every day is like nine different climbs. (laughs) Like, is that the word? Like C-L-I-M-E-S, like the, the different climates, but like, it feels Tiny. right. I'm nodding, Climes? so I'm going to say yes. I'll say it. Like, we're not, look, we're not climate scientists. We're not scientists of any kind. We're just two ladies. Uh, but how are you? I'm good. I, I have a similar issue to talk about the weather um, because it, it, in L.A., it's springtime, of course. And so there's like an insane amount of pollen, but also it's been very sort of wet and 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 mm-hmm. overcast. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't know whether it's because we're at the ocean level or what it is or whether I'm just getting older, but I can feel the barometric pressure drop, like, in my head. Yes. It, which is very interesting because it's also like I noticed when I was younger, and now it's like it, we, the weather shift shifts really wreck me in a, in a different way. I I will say, and people, like, sometimes, people will joke. They're like, oh, do you feel the, like, weather change in your metal spine? And, like, I think I do. I'm sure As you like, do. I, I people like, like I don't like, you, like yeah. 
I think it took me, obviously, like, my metal spine is new. Um, and again, like, we should probably do titane at some point. Um, so we could have a really oh, long absolutely. discussion about yeah. becoming a metal thing. just for your birthday. Oh, no. That's so scary. <laughs> I also, like, don't want to hear about that movie because I'm like, it's too close to my own reality. But like, I'm pretty I sure have, based on the trailer, it's not too close. I think there's yeah, be a no, little distance between your lived experience. I have never fucked a car, and, nor am I pregnant with a car. Never um, say never. It's like, you don't know who you're going to fall in love with. That's but, true. And he might be a car. So. He might be a car. Um, but I do think, like, as I'm feeling seasons change, like, I'm, like, a year out, like, I do think I feel, and I'm like, people are like, can you feel it? I'm like, oh, it's just, it hurts. <laughs> like, it's oh, like, God. Yeah, it's not like you're like, ah, I have, like, spidey sense. It's like, my back hurts, yeah. I have to lay down. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm stiffer right now because, like, I can't move because, like, my metal spine is reacting to the change in humidity in the air. Like, it's not, like, it's not cool. <laughs> like, you don't know in advance. You're just like, oh, I'm re- my, I'm physically <laughs> reacting as is the non-human right. part of me that's part of me. Um, it's kind of like um, in Mean Girls where um, Amanda Seyfried's yes. character is yes. like, I, my breast can tell when it's going to rain. And it's like, I realize like, well, my breast can tell when it's already raining. Already raining. It's like, your spine can like, tell when it's already raining. Already raining. Yes, exactly. It's the exact same thing. Also, I don't know if anybody's watching it. She is so great in The Dropout. I've not been watching it, but I, I did see that scene where she's listening to, who is yeah, it? Is it a little Wayne song or something? Mm-hmm. And dancing. dancing? Um, There's a lot of it, uncomfortable dancing that she does a good job of making, unco- like, deeply uncomfortable. She's great. She's great in it. I mean, if you like that thing, like, that story, I think it's, like, a very good version of it. Okay. But, yeah, I definitely want to try it. Um, I just Googled, yeah. can you feel the weather in your bones? And uh, according to the Spine Ortho <laughs> Can you Center. feel the weather in your bones? That sounds like a like an emo song. <laughs> so basically they tested, they were like, oh, we're testing it in people with arthritis. Because I guess that's like mm. a common complaint. And that like when the barometric, barometric t- pressure uh, drops, it causes, it's more painful, right? Yes. Okay. And then I read this sentence. Studies in cadavers show that barometric <gasps> pressure affects pressure inside the joints. Yeah. And I'm like, boy, who has to do the the cadaver joint study? And like, what even is that? I don't want to know. How we do don't want to do know. It? Do not write in and tell us if you do this. We don't want to know. Wow. I mean, I but fascinating. And, and my guess would be yes, that uh we are all feeling the pressure. And mm-hmm. if you have yes. something, perhaps a metal spine, perhaps arthritis, it just becomes more of a more of an issue. And um yes. Boy, that's that's a it's haunting cool. visual having to to look at the the joints. Yeah, um, why are of you a doing that? <laughs> well, before we get going, we of course want to read one of the many phenomenal spooky five star reviews that you have all left us, and I found a very yes. good one that I wanted to read for Allison. Oh, this excited. is from Jay. I haven't, re- I haven't seen. I have not se- seen or heard this one, so it's all kind of fresh to me. This is truly a ruined of. A spooky <laughs> review. Identity theft. Five stars. <gasps> Hallie, it's an imposter. Can't you tell she never knows my name or the email of a podcast? Please come save me. This pit is so deep. <gasps> is that from so me? What I take Am from I this, the imposter? I, I believe you're the imposter. And this is the real mm-hmm. you. I'm glad. Thank you, other, a real Allison, for... 
instead of calling yes. for help or even emailing for help, you've simply left a message, uh, a review. Thank you. Five stars. Um, the most urgent me. of ways to communicate. <laughs> That's honestly how I get most of my news at this point is through your five-star reviews. So thank you. Um, five-star yes, reviews of the podcast. Yeah, it looks like the pit does have Wi-Fi, which is fun. That's great. And um, yeah, that's there, a great. This pit. would explain, and this would explain why we, you know, it just takes a long time for us to get the information mm-hmm. out. Is that it's mm-hmm. not, it's not natural. It's not, it's not yeah. in there. It's an imposter's brain. Um, so thank you, <laughs> J.K. Nikki, for leaving that. That was a delight. Uh, yes. So let us begin. We are continuing our found footage two months uh, because, again, it's our podcast. We do what we want. And we yeah. are doing this week an off requested by our producer movie, Unfriended. <laughs> I'm sure you, yes. many people have also asked that, but I'll tell you, Sabrina yes. has had this one on her list. And on uh, I, her list. And I remember it having, because I now watching it's from 2014. And it, I remember rewatching it that yes, I did see this at the time and I saw it in theater, in theaters. And of course, everyone else in it was 13 years old. And I mm-hmm, hadn't mm-hmm, seen a movie where mm-hmm. it was like obviously for children in a long time. Like, it's like, I'm not going to see yes. a lot of children's films. I mean, they're all great. Like teen, you know, Pixar teen films. Yes. Teen films in the are, theaters. Are, are not part of our world anymore. And so it was just very funny to be like, oh boy, I'm by far the oldest person in here watching this movie. The teens loved, the tweens, basically, the the middle schoolers tweens. absolutely loved this. And um, we always like to have Allison uh, watch the trailer for the film. So Allison, what are your thoughts mm-hmm. about the Unfriended trailer? I mean, it was a, I will say, and I was saying to Sabrina before you jumped on, is like, Look, we record this podcast remotely currently, as Hallie is in Los Angeles and I am in New York. We do it on our computers, on an interface, and watching this Mm -hmm. trailer, which exists exclusively as, it looks like, you know, Zoom and Facebook or whatever. (laughs) It was a very scary thing to watch and then sign on to this as like, you know, you get your loading circles and your your rainbow whatevers and like every you know everything is like we're we're getting you in and it's like ooh it all looks the same um it did also remind me of I did see the movie searching did you see that movie oh i really liked searching yes um, i did which too I've also and about like it has pod, but this, the fact you've seen it you know i've seen to me it's a thriller it's absolutely you know, a thriller it's, it's not, not a, a horror movie yeah it's a thriller it's not a horror movie, but, like, it has all the trappings of, like, it's all happening within computer technology. And, of course, I imagine at some point you're going to have, like, some scenes where it's, like, yeah, we have to force this to make sense because, like, in order to yeah. tie up some of this stuff, like, <laughs> there's no reason that this would have happened on a computer or a phone, but <laughs> I guess it does. But even still, like, that to me, when I saw that movie, I was, like, yeah, this took me through all the way. And, like, I imagine that this is quite similar. And I think it's a very cool way to make a movie. Yeah, and I think even more so than 2014, because there were certain elements of this that seem super dated. For example, all these kids were on Facebook all day, which would have been true in yeah, 2014. But now, I just, I, if you're a tween, a, a teen, I can't even imagine you're even signing up for Facebook at this point. Like, I don't think that teens and tweens have Facebook now. Yeah, they're not. Right? You're not joining. You're go. Maybe you're going to TikTok, but you're not. No. Facebook just seems like it's. And they, I mean, the fact that they even try to change their name to Meta <laughs> onto your Facebook. Yeah, I don't think it's for teens and tweens. So, but like of in 2014, this feels very authentic. Yeah. 
Um, we also take a baseline scary. So Allison and I was trying to figure out what is the best. What are the because there's mm. scary the scary thing that is the plot of the film, but there's something scarier within it, which is how scary do you find the concept of being someone who would cyber bully someone else? Imagine being Oof. that person and what are your thoughts? And also, have you ever cyber bullied someone? I guess I should have asked that Being first. a cyber bully or being cyber bullied? Yes. I would say being somebody who rationalizes to themselves, actually, it's okay that I'm doing this. H- how scary do you find that concept? So, before this version of the internet, pre— like, Wait a minute. I'm going to say, the when I was in high, comes out. in high school, okay. I'm a cyber— No. Um, in 2000-2001— so this is a different internet. This is like web one or web two. Right, yeah. Like, truly like, but there was, it was just AIM. There was no, like, I think that people cyber uh, yes. through it. I have, I'm sure, not me. But my friend, uh, my, my, my best friend growing up, uh, Andy and I found there was, even before some e-cards, that was many years later, Tom Green had a site we're, and, like, Tom Green, <laughs> a, a comedic genius, I would say, mm, of my middle icon. and high school years. Icon. And, like, still, truly, some of it really holds up. But he had a thing where you could, you could send, uh, like, email, like, e-cards, basically, to anyone from any address. Like, you could, like it did oh, not automate to your own personal email. It was just a website. Okay. You put in an e- two names and a place it was going. It did not need a sender. They were not okay. nasty. They were not mean. They were, not, but it was just like they were super strange. <laughs> as Tom Green was strange, where it was like yes. an office lamp, and it was like, sorry, like it was. They just like they <laughs> did. It was just a like very absurdist. They were, so, but like they made my friend Andy and I laugh so hard. And our calculus <laughs> class had a class email list that was. Oh they hell gave us, yeah. they were like they were like, do not give, they were like, do not use this list for bad things. And Andy and I got it. We were like, how do we use this list? Yeah, of course. So we just started set, of course. I'm like, you were giving this to like, like, uh, <laughs> like um, the only Jew and a and a gay kid in the calculus. Right. Like we were like, we're going to do, we're going to make this messy. There's um, going to be mischief. There's going to be mischief. And so, like, we just did it. We would just send these, like, weird e-cards that were, like, photos of office furniture with, like, weird words on them. Like, from one person to another, neither of them being See, that's us. just funny, you know? But that's just funny. But, like, but nobody was being—we weren't doing it. We weren't terrorizing. We weren't, like, making fun of kids. We weren't, like, mm-hmm. making people—like, it was just, like, we're sending weird stuff from people to people that did not engage and, like, we did it all in one night, and we showed up the next day in class just waiting, and then everybody was like, did you get a weird email with a photo <laughs> of something in it? So, like, like I wouldn't I call that bullying. It was more mm-hmm. chaos creating. Yes. Um, but I have been a chaos creator. <laughs> and I think, to me, that is—that's completely fine. That is a very above-board prank that's very age-appropriate. You didn't—you were not harassing— It was prank, not bullying, Yes. It was not specific yeah. to anybody. Nobody was supposed to feel bad. We were just supposed to make everyone confused. <laughs> yeah, if anything, that's just charming. I do remember there was, I try to think of people actually did this where they would take like cards out of the, like, the magazines in the library and then sign people up to get, you can get like a certain mm-hmm. number of free magazines before they start charging you. So like, yeah, you yeah, would yeah. just send like random magazines. Um, yes. Well, the reason I, I thought like that's actually the scariest part about this is sort of like the idea that somebody, plenty of people, and listener, you you might be one of them, 
uh, cyberbully people and then sort of rationalize why it's okay. And I think a lot of people mm. over time come to the understanding, like, well, that was a terrible idea. I never should have done it. Obviously, I was lashing of out course. for some some deep-seated need I wasn't getting from my family, most likely. Oh, and I, it unresolved think trauma? Of, I, it, uh, uh, it's got to be unresolved. Oh, it's got. I'm all about it, yeah. Um, <laughs> and it made me think of, um, I think it was Lindy West, the author of Shrill, did a mm-hmm. This American Life segment where I guess she had written something about, like, you just being fat and not hating yourself. The most outrageous thing you could say on the internet, yeah. apparently. Shocking. And all these crazy people were just, like, sending mm-hmm. her, like, really mean m- missives and all this stuff. And then somebody found out that her father had died and then made a Twitter profile as her father and then was constantly messaging her <gasps> and saying horrible shit. Finally, like, months or so later... The guy who was writing that reached out to her and apologized. So she said, you know what will really help his apology if you come on This American Life and explain yourself? And he, of course, was basically like, yeah. well, oh, yes. well, I was— Right. Yeah. And he's like, well, I was fat, and it made me really mad to, like, see that you were, like, happy or, like, trying to be, like, I'm, I'm allowed to be happy. And, you know, I just—I apologize, you know? And she's just like, yeah, I just—it's hard for me to understand, like— it's one thing to like say something mean. It's another thing to like go through this. You found out my my yes. father's obituary, the names Multiple of my siblings, steps. like and and like all this stuff about him. And the guy's like, yeah, I don't know. And that to me, that, there's something very scary about being someone who like in this anonymous milieu, uh, the cesspool that is the yes. internet. You give yourself permission to do something that is objectively unhinged. And that is kind yeah. of what the movie is going to be about is what happened if you do that and somebody takes that to heart and then unfortunately yeah. returns from beyond the veil for their revenge as well if, as well Ooh, they should boy. be able to. You get a special um pa- like pass, like a day pass back to the to the earth um if you uh suffer this kind of cyberbullying. So let us begin, but before we do, based on everything we've discussed in your trailer, would you like to guess the twist in Unfriended? Guess the twist. I'm going to guess that just based on the trailer and what um, kind of transpires in it, that the girl they think is dead is not dead. She Love is that. actually running mm-hmm. the account that is killing yeah. everybody because she has some unresolved issues with them. Absolutely. And, and honestly, on her side from the beginning, it's like, yes, if that's yes. What, if somebody did if that, then I would say yes. Yeah. Good. Let me know how I can help. So let's begin. Oh, it opens with a really fun effect. And it's like the universal where it's like, do, do. Why am I going to yes. sing a song? We can't even do that. It's like, and it becomes all distorted and like yes. digitally The trailer broken opens up, the pixelated. same way. They use it for the trailer. So I think watch the trailer fun. if you're not going to watch the movie. <laughs> it was very, like, very effective. And I was like, I'm already in. And so as we see, the entire film is on a particular screen. It is a screen of one of our um, cast members, Blair. She is, like, the essentially the main character of the story. So everything takes place on her laptop screen. And she is looking at a site called LiveLeak. And we see a content warning and a link for a video. And the video says, Laura Barnes suicide. And the text says, it may contain content not suitable for ages of people under 18. Yeah, I'd say video of someone's suicide is not like, I don't know what age you have to be where it's like, well, this is suitable for me. What age? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, yeah. No, I'm not like, know. oh, I'm 50. I can see a teen kill themselves. Like, that's just not, there's no age where it's appropriate. Yeah. 
But I will say, I, did you ever go to those sites? Like, I feel like this was, well, even this was a little bit late, but like those sites like Rotten.com or like people would just post mm-hmm. like the worst shit you've ever seen. So I think it's supposed to be like that kind yeah. of like, I hope that yes. people are doing that. But I'm going to get Reddit or Fortune. I'm yeah, sure there's people it's still like posting dark that web kind adjacent. of stuff. Yeah, which is like uh, videos of people being beheaded and horrible stuff. So that's mm-hmm. where yeah. that's where Blair's at right now. She's looking at Laura Barnes' cool. suicide video. So we, we see the video, Allison, and it Laura, uh, who we've just been introduced to in the caption, uh, they're calling to her, uh, her. We hear her classmates sort of calling to her. Laura is standing on the basketball court outside of school with a gun, mm-hmm. and we hear all mm-hmm. these other people who are like, put it down, stop, Laura, you don't have to do this. And we see her turn the gun and shoot herself in the chest and collapse. And then everyone starts screaming and, like, other teens start running over to her. Um, Blair presses pause and we can see the caption in full and it says, Laura Barnes committed suicide on April 12th, 2013 at her high school in Fresno, California after an embarrassing video was posted online by her classmates. The video that forced her to kill herself is still online here and then has the link. And I was like, that just feels like you shouldn't be able to do that. You should have to Google a little bit, you know? I know know for the sake of the film that needs to happen, but I also know that, like, the the way the internet works, that also probably is how things work. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you could find. I just I just hope we make it a little bit harder for people to find stuff. But you're right, you would be able I to hope find so it. Too. Um, and so, of course, you see that video. The video is titled um, "Laura Barnes Kill Yourself." It's clearly taken at a party. We mm. see two girls start arguing. One of them is Laura, and one of them is a, a classmate named Val. And they're like everyone's drunk, and Laura's lying on the ground. And she tells this guy, I'm going to go to bed. And then we see someone walking away from the party near a trailer. And suddenly, Blair's screen gets a call. It's a FaceTime request from Mitch. Also, I realize everything is like, oh, the 2014 version. So, like, when they're Zooming and I'm writing Zoom, they're Skyping out. So, they're not Zooming. They didn't know about Zoom yet. If you you say Zoom, we'll know it's Skype. And when, so it's like he's he's really he's making a video call. It's not FaceTime. It's whatever it's, they would have been using, you know. Yeah, 2014 video call. Whatever verb you want to use. <laughs> <laughs> so she's getting a video call from her boyfriend, Mitch, who is played by a comedian, Moses Storm, who is a great comedian and who I did not Very remember funny. was in this movie. Super funny. And um, they pick up. We find out, you know— um, they're sort of like, they're already like goofing around. It's already kind of sexy. And Blair's talking to him in what they describe as her demon voice, where she's putting out sort of a demonic voice and like showing him her her feet. And Mitch is shirtless. So it's clearly like they're like, they have cyber sex a lot, like, you know, whatever, fool around online. And Blair starts to sort of like pan up her body. And Mitch says, you know, you should just have me come over. Like, this seems way easier. And Mitch tells her, or, or, Blair says, like, my dad would kill you if you came over. And Mitch says, well, I would die for you. You're worth it. You know, I, I would happily, like, take that Teen risk. Love. I know. And then he says, so now take your shirt off. And Blair has, like, a flannel on. And Blair's like, well, how will you make me? And then Mitch holds up a knife. And he's like, take it off or I'm going to cut it off. And Blair's like, ooh, I'm really into that. And I'm like, how old are these kids? No, you're too young to already be into knife play. Right, but again, I guess if you have the internet, it's almost like you start with knife play and then eventually you can have an yeah. orgasm when you're 38. You know what I mean? It's like you're unfortunately Ugh. starting with like whatever the most <laughs> extreme thing is that then eventually you get to be 40 right. and actually enjoy sex and not have a knife. Right. Hopefully, you know, no no shade to I anyone hope. who um, is in a knife play. 
And so Blair starts to undo her shirt, but before, you know, they start to really get into it, she stops and she tells Mitch, I've decided that I want to make prom night the night. And so we understand the night that they finally have sex. They've been together for a long time. And Mitch Mm -hmm. is like thrilled. He's like, awesome. He's like, well, how about you give me a little something to look forward to? And Blair says, well, how about you get the knife? Suddenly, they are added to a, a group Skype call with their friends. And both Mitch and Blair sort of like leap out of bed and cover up. And they're joined by classmates Jess, Adam, and Ken. And they're immediately like, whoa, were you guys looking up? Were you having cyber sex? You know, and like making fun of them. And I mean, Jess goes, which yeah, absolutely, any of your friends would. And again, yeah. another danger of being a teen. It's like, there's so many more yeah. opportunities for humiliation. So if you're a teen, ugh, yeah, like just hook, just go find the back of a car. Yeah. Like, hook up behind a Wendy's. That seems. Yeah, exactly. So, and uh, they're all teens. They're like, oh, were you guys having a cyber three-way? And they're like, what are you talking about? And they're like, well, there's somebody who's already on the call that must have been on the call with you guys. And Allison, it is a profile with the, mm. the name Billy227, and there's no profile photo. Mm-hmm. And so both Mitch and Blair are like, they weren't on the call with us. They joined when you joined us. And they're like, okay, well, and they start to, they try to un- hang up the unknown caller. That doesn't yeah. work, so they all agreed, let's all hang up, and then we'll call each other again. Right. Maybe someone got added or there was some sort of confusion. Yes. Look, Skype was not without its bugs and glitches. Yeah, so they sign off, and uh, also Blair keeps playing music with uh, throughout. She kind of is not whatever her music player would have been at the time. She's playing sure. Lost Cities by Banshees, and I kind of like that. It's like she's just like playing different songs at different points, and she um, again in my mind, I chats Mitch uh, from her laptop and says like, "Why did you answer the call when we were like half naked?" And Mitch right. says, "I didn't answer the call. You answered the call," and so they're both like, "You added them." And Blair's like, well, I didn't, so I don't understand what happened. And Mitch replies, ghost? And Blair's like, ha-ha, probably. Probably that's creeper Skype dude is a ghost. Ha-ha. How prescient, Blair. Allison, Mitch stops replying, so Blair, like, Skypes him directly. And the call, like, rings and rings, but Mitch doesn't pick up. And suddenly, the group Skype call, the call's back. So she's back on with uh, Mm -hmm. Mitch and the friends. However, the unknown person is also joined again, so they hang up again. She messages Mitch directly. Okay. He still not will reply, and he's like, hey, sorry, you know, texting back. I got a weird message. It looks like it's from Laura Barnes. And Blair's like, that's not funny. Like, and, and Mitch tells her, I'm no. serious. I came from her. Allison, just then Blair herself gets a Facebook message. Again, it's so much Facebook. 2014. I mean, look, 2014, it was Facebook. So And we didn't understand, like, did you read that thing, again, I, whenever this plays, that just this week that Facebook was paying this, not that it, they, I'm sure a Democratic yes. um, uh, group would have taken this, but paying a Republican, like, PR company to seed yes. disinformation, fear, like, and op-eds, like, letters, letters TikTok. Uh, trying to— I'm trying to denounce TikTok as like a safety concern for kids or whatever. And I'm not saying TikTok is right. good for kids, but like to know no, that people are is. paying to have those right. sort of things disseminated. I don't know. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, right. We have to be concerned about that. It's not just the thing itself. It's who's yeah, trying to control the thing. Yes, there are strings being pulled behind the thing mm-hmm. and that you even can't trust the thing you're on or the thing you're thinking right. about being on. And, like, the platform is the problem at this point. 
Yeah. Um, I know this, and I'm still on Facebook for, again, like just to message with my aunt, you know? So it's like, at this yes. point, I, I feel like I have to delete it. I, yeah. it there's no future but here, it's but like, it's 14. Like, I deleted Facebook, but I'm still on Instagram, and I'm like, isn't it all the same yeah, evil? Like, it's not right. like I didn't make a stand. I just kind of got sick of one thing. You know, right? Like Facebook is trying to, doesn't care if TikTok is a bad influence because they're a bad influence. What they care is that TikTok is taking money away from them. If they could buy TikTok, they yes. would, and then they would just yes. have a monopoly. That would be, you know, yes. So just Look, then, we Blair live in an f- absolute social media landscape. And the only good thing is that what our experience doesn't involve what's about to happen to these teens. Correct. So Blair herself gets a Facebook message from Laura Barnes and says, "Hey, Blair, what are you watching?" And so Blair immediately goes and, like, closes out the suicide video, you know, that she was looking at, clears it out of her history. And Blair replies, well, she replies, who's doing this? But I wrote, who's dog this? So she's like, who's dog this? (laughs) Who's dog this? And the the message is marked scene, but Laura does not reply. So Blair returns to Mm -hmm. iChat and tells Mitch, like, okay, I just got a message. I think someone must be hacking her account. Mitch is like, maybe, I don't. I don't know. Adam calls Blair directly, and they start, like, adding their friends and and back into the chat. Adam's teasing Blair, like, oh, were you and Mitch cybering, you know? However, once they're all back on, that anonymous mystery profile is still there. But they're like, whatever. It's Yeah, yeah, it's just a glitch, whatever. And again, that was early enough that something like that happened. You're like, yeah, I don't know. It's probably just like somebody's parents' account or whatever. It's just some weird thing. It was Mm -hmm. you. You wouldn't think it's some horrible, you know, secret. And so they all just stay on. And basically, it's like, oh right, I didn't do this, but I feel like if I've been younger, I would do this. They just like get on a group Skype call and then like do their own homework and like occasionally talk to each other. And like go, work. Yeah. it's like they're just on for hours. So that's like they're like, that's oh, we're just on, kind of talking of leaving G Chat open all the time. Wow, what the like kids could, don't look, know. We could look. We couldn't see each other, but we were always yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. Boy, I miss it. But yeah, so they are on the video equivalent of G Chat. So they're kind of in and yes. out. And Ken. Ken is making salsa in his blender because he's like, I, I don't know. I'm like, he's like the a teen chef. And he's also complaining. I guess they're going to go to a concert that weekend. He's like, I was able to get weed, but I wasn't able to get Molly. And he's like, blah, blah, blah. And they're all kind of just like bustling around their own little living spaces. Meanwhile, Mitch is like, I don't think that this is a glitch that we both got these messages. Today is the one-year anniversary of Laura's death. This seems intentional. Somebody is intentionally sending this to us. And he sends Laura a link to unexplainedforums.net. The kind of thing that you know now not to click on, he sends that link. Yes. And it's immediately a photo of a dead body hanging, and it says, do not answer messages from the dead. And all the comments are like, my teacher answered a message from her dead husband, and then she... Killed herself in the parking lot at school. It's sort of like, so. Okay. And I'm like, well, what am I supposed to do with this? Right. Well, the, well, Not Yeah, helpful. so don't reply to the dead. Of course, Blair's of course. already replied to her. Right. It's already in, in it's the It's over. You know. Before so Blair began. goes back to Facebook. Exactly. <laughs> they had a good run. Well, actually, it was kind of a bad run. He's about to find out. Um, mm-hmm. And so Blair goes to the Facebook message and replies like, just, you know, this is fucked up. I'm going to report you. And then she looks up how do you memorialize a Facebook account for a dead person. And she enters in all the details. And when she goes to submit it, 
instead of like the URL of her profile page and all the information she put in is just the phrase over and over again, I got her, I got her, I got her, I got her. I got her. Oh my God. I got her, I got her. Blair has also, in this sort of searching for this information to put into Facebook, opened a story in the Fresno, Fresno Star about Laura's suicide that says that she had been horribly cyberbullied after re- the release of this embarrassing video. And, you know, sort of like we know that that is what led to her, her demise. Blair tells Mitch, you know, I, I chat again, I tried to report it, but I couldn't do it. And Mitch says, well, just unfriend it. Like if somebody's hacked her account, just unfriend it and they can't message. And like, you know, mm. so she goes to the unfriend and report block functions. And Allison, they're pale gray. You can't click on them. You can't click? You can't, you can't unfriend. You can't unfriend. And so Mitch says, well, have you refresh the page? And and then it works. She's able to unfriend. So it was just a momentarily okay. momentary okay. computer problem. For now. And much like in every horror movie, it's sort of like, what was that creak on the stair? That's probably just the house settling. This is like, why can't I unfriend our dead classmates' profile? It's a computer problem. So yeah. any weird thing that happens, they're like, ah, eh, just a weird thing. Which again, now yeah. I'd be so annoyed. But in 2014, yes. we were still like, yeah, I guess that would happen. Yeah, there's like an ex- like there's something with technology that like is obfuscated from like I don't like I don't know how the internet works like at all. So yeah. therefore, like if something doesn't work, I'm like, that's something about the internet. That's not it's something the that is exactly. suspicious. I'm just like it never works. It, I don't understand it, and therefore <laughs> I can't pinpoint the problem. Absolutely. I mean, we at our old place, our Wi-Fi was so bad. I'm like, I guess it's because there's like a wall. And then I was like, yeah, it's like, I don't know what Wi-Fi is. I don't know what would the, would the it, a wall affect it. I don't know. I have made for <laughs> why certain tech hasn't worked at certain times is the stuff of fairy tales. Um, just then Blair gets a message from from Laura again that says, You shouldn't have done that. Blair, I want your help. <laughs> and Blair says, wait a minute, is it Val? Is this you? And Val is our, as we heard in the original video, the embarrassing video that Val was getting into a fight with Laura. So she's like, oh, Val, it's this dumb bitch you go to school with. And Blair messages Mitch, have you talked to Val tonight? Which she has not. And she asked the group Skype, has anyone talked to Val? And they're like, ugh, Val, she's the worst. Like, sort of in a mean girl's way, we're like, ugh, she's the worst. Mm-hmm. We do hang out with her every single weekend, but we cannot stand but her and she's her, a bitch. And we want to talk shit, yeah. Exactly. And then uh, Blair adds her to the group Skype, and basically they're like, She's like, ugh, did everyone get their tickets? They're like, no, you were getting the tickets. It's like, well, I have three tickets to the orchestra, right, orchestra's tickets, and then the rest are balcony, so you have to hash it out. You guys are all dumb. You have to pay me, you know? Like, just getting into, a, like, a teenage fight about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Blair gets a Facebook alert. And an entire uh, folder of photos of an extremely drunk Val with, like, marker drawn all over her. She's, like, has a bong. They've been posted to Jess's Facebook wall. And the folder's name is okay. Val Gets Shit Face. So it looks like Jess has just uploaded all these embarrassing photos of Val as soon as Val gets on the call. Okay. Understandably, Val is livid. She's like, I am friends with my mom on there. Like, you were a trashy bitch. And, of course, Jess is like, oh, Wait, did you just call me trashy? Are you serious? Yeah. Jess? So you're okay. asking me for a fucking favor to take down these photos that I didn't post oh, in the I'm fucking sorry. first place. I'm asking place. for a favor? I'm asking for a favor. Yeah, I didn't fucking do it, okay? So you can you can be nice to me you and I can help you. Up. And they start immediately going back and forth rather than be like, 
Who donged this? Who donged this, Allison? Who That's the this? question we have to carry this. Look, who donged, who donged this? this is the the premise of most of the movies we talk about is who donged this? <laughs> who donged this and why? Who donged okay? this and why? And so they're, they're scribbling, squabbling, you know, and Ken says, I'm going to come pick you both <laughs> out of your house and I'm going to take you to the back of a scribbling Wendy's parking and lot. And I, I want to watch you fight it out. You know, like Ken's like encouraging them. <laughs> Jess tries to delete the folder of embarrassing photos, but they immediately reappear on Adam's page as if Adam has copied all of them and reposted them. And Adam's like, I didn't do it. Like, what are you talking about? And Val's mm. freaking out. It's like, you guys, like, fuck you. Like, thinking that they're just, again, bullying her, like, being weird. In the Skype chat itself, Jess messages Val, you're a bitch. And then Val messages back, you fucked the whole football team. And both of them are like, I did not send that. You, you're, but of course, assuming the other one's message they genuinely sent, but knowing they did not send their own, there's so many moments where I'm like, guys, put it together in this movie. Like, it, it sure seems like no one is involved in posting this, you know? There's right. a phantom the in fact the machine. That every single person is denying it yeah. is like, oh, okay, maybe we all kind of like benefit of the doubt this a little bit and know right. that like yeah. there's not what, like, it's not like one of us is an asshole and the other. Like, uh, yes, in real life, right. very likely. In a horror film, come on. And also, it is funny. We, we, they they all know. kind of seem like assholes. So it's sort of like, well, right. maybe we all could be doing it. So, right. you know, Val's like, if you didn't type it, then who did? And the next message in the Skype chat is from the mystery caller, Billy227, who messages them, I did. And Blair checks the profile and realizes... Holy shit, this is Laura Barnes's account. <laughs> Secretly in iChat, Blair messages messages Mitch and is like, is this you? Like, are you doing this? Is this like a prank or whatever? And Mitch is like, why would I do that? That's not a funny prank. That'd be very weird. And they sort of argue, and it's like, oh, it's just a troll. Like, but they cannot, I guess they should be able to kick the caller off the call, but they can't do it. Right. So Val's just like, right. fuck you, take the photos down. And they're She's sort of, they're all frantically trying to do it. And she says to Billy227, you take the photos down right now or I'm going to come over there. And Billy227 replies, you can, but you won't like it here. Just then, Val receives something from Billy227 link. And we don't see what it is. But she starts screaming like, this is fucked up. Like, what are you doing? Why would you send this? And everyone's just like, what did you? What did they send you? What is it? Val says, I'm going to call the cops. Like, I'm not going to stand for this. So she immediately calls 911. We're just like, okay. I think, I mean, maybe now they'd be more responsive. I think in 2014, the cops would be like, someone sent you a link. We're not going to do anything, you know? Yeah, we're not. What are we supposed to do about that? We don't even have computers yeah. here. <laughs> and Ken, I think, is supposed to be like sort of the computer expert. It's like, well, just send mm-hmm. us. What did they show, send you? And Val's like, if this is you, Ken, I will burn you alive. And then Val signs off. Mitch and Ken wisely are both like, okay, so let's start screen grabbing what this person's putting in the chat. Because this is like a hacker or like someone trying to fuck with us, but they cannot screen grab anything. Another huge red flag. And they all make the excellent decision to sign off. And they'll see each other in school tomorrow. Very smart. Unfortunately, right before they go to do it, Blair checks her Gmail and she has an email from Laura's email account saying, Val plays the game. And she says, wait, everyone, I received an email. And Blair opens it, and it says, round one exposure and with an Instagram link. And she shares her screen. 
And they're like, send it to Ken. Mm-hmm. He can find the person's IP address. You can try to figure out who's what's doing it. Allison, there's no forward option. And she's showing them. She's like, there's no forward. I can't forward this to you. And Adam's like, do you not know how to fucking use a computer? And I would be like, everyone stop yelling at me. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I. The anxiety I have about <laughs> other people trying to explain tech to me that I have yeah. to then enact is, my, like, that to me is a horror film. So they're all kind of like, like being yelling on the phone with other. customer service Oh, when I have, like, a stressful moment where they're like, so just go into this. And I'm like, go into what? Like, I I'm going to stop like, you am, at my just heart rate is and go. Just? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Blair sort of is, like, hovering over the Instagram link until Ken just screams at her, click the link already, which is what I was feeling. And basically, it's an Instagram. Yeah. Someone is posted to Instagram a screen grab of a text conversation between Laura and Val. And Laura is begging Val to take down the embarrassing video. And Val replies, here's an idea. Why don't you kill yourself? Lol. Mm. And this was posted eight minutes ago, and it says, hey, everyone, look what Val Rommel said to Laura before she died. Hashtag Laura Bard suicide. And they're like, oh, shit, Val. Like, that was a pretty dark way to take things, you know? Like, that was very mean. But Ken's like, right. listen, Laura was a huge bitch. Like, she sucked. She was a huge bully to everybody in school. And I think she kind of got what she had coming to her when we posted that video. Like, everyone was an asshole, but she was an asshole to everyone else. Meanwhile... Blair messages Mitch, and okay. he's like, Ken really shouldn't say that stuff. And Mitch says, well, he's not wrong. And he posts a link to a video. And do you remember this trend on YouTube where it was sort of like people with, like, cards written on them? And they would be music playing, and they would, like, silently mm. shuffle mm-hmm. through the cards. Mm-hmm. And it yes. would be like, "Yes, I do." have you ever cried? But today's the day to smile. Yes. Or whatever <laughs> dumb show is on there. And this one is Laura. <laughs> It like, I can't remember what the first one was, but then it became like everyone was doing no, it. No, but I, I know what everything. you're talking about, but I'll never remember what was on those. Yeah. And it's kind of like that Love Actually scene. If you aren't familiar with the the trend yes. of the time, it's like the Love Actually, like the cards silently going through them. Maybe it was a parody of that. I don't, yes. It's all lost to the sands of time. Which I, is it's what my hard to say, of. but I do know what you're talking about. And so her cards say, Laura's cards in the video, and there is dramatic music playing. It says, hello. You're all so brave with your secret profiles. Come laugh at my face, you sorry cunts. And then Blair, like, pauses the video. And that was posted two days before Laura dies. So I guess in response to all of her cyberbullying, she made that, which I can only imagine made it worse because it sucks so bad. It sucks so bad. It's awful. And Blair replies to this, like, okay, yes, this Mm. does suck. But, like, you didn't know Laura like I did. She was dealing with stuff at home. Like, she wasn't a bitch. And we're just like, so what was she dealing with? And you see Blair start to type out what was going on. And it's phrases like, when we were kids, her uncle, she had this uncle. Like, she keeps trying to delete it. Obviously, Laura had been molested or was being molested. But Blair's, like, debating whether she should share that with Mitch. And she finally just says, family stuff, it doesn't matter. Which I would argue is, like, this is, like, it's like the cyberbullying is horrible. But you know probably what didn't help mm-hmm. is being molested by a family member. Like, that has to be, yes. it's like, we're almost like, where's that? I want the sequel where that uncle gets murdered. You know, like, where is? Yes, yes. would love that sequel. Like, these kids all suck and, like, absolutely have 
you know, in the room, in the realm of this movie, have but none of them molested them. her in the way that hundred percent. So part of me is like, well, I kind of wish we got to see that uncle. I mean, we could have slipped him in there. You know what I mean? Like he's getting hit by a bus or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. Have something terrible happened to him as deserved. And Blair messages Mitch, I'm going to hang out. Let's let, hang up. Let's both hang up and then we'll just, we'll get out of here and we don't have to deal with this weird person. And she receives a message on Facebook. If you hang up, all your friends will die. Allison, I got to <gasps> ask you at this point, what would you do? What would you do? What would you do? Mm, I mean, I wouldn't hang up. What would dong? What would dong? What we dong? Um, what I we, would. What dong, would you be dong um, in this situation? I be what I be dong is. <laughs> uh, I think I wouldn't hang up because I. Okay. If it was the first, if that was the first like odd message of all mm. of these, I'd be like, "Fuck this! This is dumb." But yeah. It's been a lot of weird stuff where I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave my, com- I'm gonna leave it on. I'm gonna go, as I always say, tell someone else. What's <laughs> it. I would go tell my parents, like, hey, there's a bunch of fucked up stuff happening on the internet yeah. with me and my friends. Which, of course, in 2014, they'd be like, what are you in a chat room or whatever? And I'd be like, right. that's eight years after what you should be asking that question about. Um, yeah, like there's but, no parent that would understand what it, what they're even, what technology is. I think is, I would maybe, be not at all. I would maybe leave it on, leave the computer on, not hang up, and maybe go get in a car and drive to someone else's house. Yeah, if they were to get together, at least they'd be together dealing with this, which I think would be good. Physically, so there would be, like, some kind of, like, group effort. Whereas, like, you know, when you're all alone, that's when things really start to get, like, scary and, like, no one's going to believe you, so. I would probably just hang up because I wouldn't believe it and then I would be immediately killed, if I had to guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, most likely in reality, that. But from the perspective of heard enough of these movies, thinking ahead, knowing all this information, that's what I would do. Yeah. All right, people, we all know the stakes of the 2024 election are high, whether it's keeping the Senate, taking back the House, or stopping Republicans at the state level. If you're ready to make a real difference, sign up for Vote Save America's 2024 volunteer program. And just to make it interesting, we're pitting you against each other. Vote Save America will sort you onto a team east or west, and you'll compete with a community of other volunteers to maximize your impact on the ground with opportunities tailored to you and the causes you care about. The team with the highest volunteering staff could secure the biggest prize of all, the continuation of American democracy. Head to votesaveamerica.com slash 2024 now and get ready to organize or else. This message has been paid for by Vote Save America. You can learn more at votesaveamerica.com and this ad has not been authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. So, Blair immediately messages Mitch and was like, why would you send me this? Because she's assuming I just said to you on our private chat, let's hang up. And then I get a Facebook message saying, if you hang up, all your friends will die. Obviously, you're doing this as a prank. How else will this, mm-hmm. would this hacker right. Who know else to message knows me? that I wanted to hang up? Yeah. Yeah. But Mitch, of course, is like, I'm, it's not me. I promise you. And as the game, the gang watches, comment after comment is appearing under that screen grab on Instagram that has like the vows mm-hmm. exchange with Laura. And they're like, you you deserve to die too. You're awful. You're a monster, you know. Mm-hmm. And Billy227 says, don't hang up. Just then, Val rejoins the Skype call. 
right? And the last time we saw her, she was calling the cops. She had signed off. Yeah. She is staring silently motionless in her parents' laundry room next to an open bottle of bleach with the cap off. <gasps> and she's just staring straight into the camera. And all of them are like, Val, are you okay? Like trying to, uh, Blair calls Val, but she won't pick up her phone. And Billy227 says, Val Rommel, kill yourself. Just then Val topples over, knocking her phone to the ground. And so the group's still watching this, but they can't do anything. And they're shouting to her. Just then police arrive, having received Val's 911 call. And they're like, um, is anyone in here? We got a 911 call. Bust in. And they run over to her. And based on she's what the She's already cops, drank the bleach. Our understanding is she already drank the bleach. And so okay. the cops are running over to resuscitate her, and the group is trying to hear, like, what they're saying. And everyone's freaking out. And Blair's like, well, you know, Val, when we were kids, like, she had seizures. Like, maybe she just had a seizure. Maybe that's what's going on. And Adam's like, she had, I have, sure. do you remember her having a seizure since we were, like, five? Like, that was not a thing that happened to her frequently. What would be the odds of this? And they hear the cops say 10.55. Blair, very smart, looks it up on sort of, like, Cop shorthand.com. I don't even know Whatever. how you will look that up. Yeah. 1055. 1055 is suicide. Which is very mm-hmm. confusing to them. And they all receive a Skype chat that says, you each have dirty little secrets and I want to expose them. Blair, here's <gasps> one of yours. And she, she uh, B- Billy227 sends Blair a something to download. I'm immediately like, well, don't download it. Don't download it. Just don't look. And but also it would, the curiosity would also kill me. Of course. Especially because it's called Not Boyfriend. And this is the <gasps> part where I was like, meme culture is hard to replicate on film. And what, mm-hmm. so what Blair receives is, it's an image of Adam and, Adam and Blair in bed. Okay? So mm-hmm. Blair has been cheating on Mitch with Adam. Mm-hmm. We, have the, we have the evidence and then the text on it, it looks sort of like the Icon has cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah, You know, like yeah. the early, like, like it's a cat. Text. Yeah. Adam, not your boyfriend. And I'm like, I guess they're like, what do kids like memes? And it's like, if it was just a photo. Like, it's just like, it doesn't have to be. The it photo have to is be the a thing meme. that's, yes, exactly. The photo is the problem. Not that it's like funny. But I guess that's where we were at in 2014. It was yeah, very much like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and another photo comes through, um, and, and it's also them in bed with the text, he touched you good. And again, it's like, it's just the photo is the issue. But So no one else could see this. Blair is like, oh, my God. Right. Somebody has photo evidence that I cheated on Mitch, you know. Mitch, because he's a decent person, is like, we should go over to Val's house. Like, we have to go help her. Like, we just watched her. Yes. If, she, if she did attempt suicide, Kill like, or, we don't know what's going on. This is insane. And Billy227 says, tonight we're going to play a game. Allison, like you said, they try to mute their mics. They try to shut off their cameras. Like, stay on the call, but, like, not have to interact. But Billy227 mm-hmm. can turn their mics on. Ken is still thinking this is just like a hacker. So he's like, here, everyone, he sends them all Trojan software. It's like, run it on your computers. If there is something like that they're able to use to get into our Skype, it will basically kick them off. Is that how it works? Allison, I don't know. Don't ask me, okay? I don't know. They should all just collectively get off the phone. Like, if none of you are on, nothing can happen. Exactly. And also, it's like, if you're all going to die, then like... Whoever's doing this doesn't get the satisfaction. You know what I mean? Where it's like, well, if I'm going to yeah, die, right. at least I could just die in Don't make my everybody home. watch their friends kill themselves. Yeah. yeah. 
they uh, they all run it and they all put everything in their trash and it, it is funny like uh, they're trying to like clear the trash and Blair has it's literally like Miley Cyrus happy birthday MP3 and it won't delete and I do remember having like things you just couldn't delete and I guess yes. it's like random stuff on the internet so like, she's like I can't I can't clear my trash literally there's a, a Billy has started a countdown. And it's like, what is it counting down to? Are we going to die? So they're all panicking. Adam mm. is getting extremely freaked out. And also, Adam is alone at home, and he's clearly been drinking. So Adam mm. is, like, increasingly getting drunk and, like, freaking out to the point that he pulls out. He has his, he takes his parents' gun out and is, like, pointing it at the, at the he's like, I will kill you. Like, I will come for this Oy, person. You can't fucking dark. tell us what to do. Very dark. Finally, they're all able to delete everything. It takes forever. And then the profile disappears. And Blair messages Mitch like, oh, my God. Like, for a second, I thought this, like, was real. I didn't, I, like, it's like now this is, like, evidence. Oh, it really was just somebody hacking us. But I thought it was real. And Mitch replies, how do you know it's not? And Blair's like, haha, like, stop, though, because, like, my dad will come fight you if you're going to say spooky shit. And Mitch says, well, your dad's not home, is he? And she's like, because earlier she said, oh, my dad will beat you up, you know, if you come over. And she's like, how do you know that? And he's like, well, he's out drinking with my dad. Like, neither of our parents are home. Mm-hmm. Mitch okay. sends her a memorial Facebook page for Laura Barnes. And Mitch says, you know what's funny is she now has more friends dead than when she was alive. And I'm like, that's, again, very dark observation. Just Ooh. Adam... You know, having seen things with Val is like, I'm going to call 911. I don't know what to do, but, like, clearly we're being harassed. Like, people are threatening our lives. So he calls 911. Smart. The 911 operator, like, takes the information. is like, are you all safe? And he says, yes. And the 911 operator says, really? Even Ken? And they're like, how does the 911 operator know it was Ken? Uh, Guess what, Allison? It's Billy 227. No. I I know. like that. And, of course, that 911 operator says, don't hang up. And just then, Billy227, like, it's just been like a, like a you know, little egg, like, whatever, profile image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It now is streaming video from behind a lattice, like, in somebody's bedroom. Allison, Ken stands uh-huh. up, and they realize that Billy227 is, that camera is in Ken's room filming Ken from behind. So they're all like, Ken, fuck it. I mean, like, they're basically like, go look at it. I'd be like, Ken, get the fuck out of your house. Run out of I'd your be house, like, bitch. Run out of your house. It takes him so long to find it. Like, I don't know why they're not screaming mm. at him, but like, Ken goes and crouches down and then essentially sort of just freezes. And they're like, is the camera fro- frozen? Just then Blair's Wi Fi yeah. drops out and kicks her off the call. And she has to rejoin. And when she does, Ken is just standing there, stock still, that very classic horror movie, staring straight ahead, yes. motionless. The camera blacks out. And when it comes back on, we see Ken jamming his hand into the blender, which is turned mm. on, and blood spraying everywhere. He, we then mm. cut out, and we cut back, and he has shattered the glass part of the blender and is jamming his throat down onto the shards of it as the blender spins essentially tearing his own throat out. Ripping his whole throat apart. Yeah. Okay. Adam, reasonably freaking out, 
Like, yes, he's freaking. screaming he has the gun. Like, it's like, we well, you going to shoot the blender, dude? Like, this, something is wrong, and it's not something you can shoot, you know? I don't, I think I would shoot, like, I know that this is not the what would you do, and that I'm not allowed to say kill myself at all these points, but, like, <laughs> However, I, if I watched, if yeah. I watched my friend do that after seeing my other friend, like, drink bleach, like, yeah, I would just kill myself. I'd be like, there is no, like, I, I know that it's terrible, right. but, like, there is just no, those are, that is such a horrific image to have you know to yourself. experience. You know yourself well, yeah. and I think you'd be like, that. that's it for me. I'm it's too much. It, that's too much. Night. That's too much of a thing. Good night. That's enough. I will. My brain will never recover. Yeah. Adam is screaming. I was in his house. Suddenly, the lights go out in Adam's house. And Billy227 messages them, Adam, sit down and shut up. Do you remember the video? Just then... The video, the embarrassing video from for Laura, Laura Barnes, Kill Yourself, starts opening in, in window after window, like filling Blair's screen. And we finally see the rest okay. of the video, the actual embarrassing thing. And we see somebody okay. walking away from the, the party towards a trailer and turns and we see Laura pass down the ground with her skirt hikes up and there is shit exploding out of her underwear. So Oof. the embarrassing Oof. thing that it got posted, somebody filmed Laura passed out having shitter pants, and it ends with text on the screen that says, Shitty Laura, kill yourself. And Billy227 messages all of them and says, You're all terrible people. Which brings me to my question, Allison. Who will survive? Who will survive? I think they're all going to die. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. And again, I hold by, I think that Laura's not dead. Okay. So I think Laura will survive. I think the rest of them will die. And so the, really the only question is, who donged this? Or why donged this? We know who. Why donged this? The why, what is going to be revealed in the, in the third act? Mm. So Blair messages Laura on Facebook and says, we had nothing to do with the video. And Laura says, that's so funny because then who wrote these? And it's all these screen grabs of all these anonymous profiles posting out of the video being like, kill yourself, kill yourself. The implication being Blair and her friends wrote those things to Laura under, you know, anonymous right. pseudonyms. Yes. And Blair is, you know, Blair keeps accidentally, or like, not accidentally, but he like keeps going back to never answer a message from a dead person. To the point where, like, the yes, the, the website's just opening in front of her. And it says at the bottom, and thank God, because this has some actual news you could use. It says, to free yourself, confess your sins. So we know the way out, but can we do mm. it, you know? And Blair messages Laura, like, okay, we did do it, but we didn't mean it, and everyone was posting, and we were just joking. We made a mistake, but we're good people. That's a bad confession and a terrible apology, That's a bad Blair. confession and an awful apology. Like, you yeah. cannot continue to say you're a good person after you have done something that is objectively, like, look, like, understandably an, an ignorant, youthful thing yes. that is hurtful and nasty and bad. It does not mean, it, agreed, it does not mean that you are the worst person on the planet, especially when you're in high school. Like, there are many people who right. take a minute to learn humanity. But you can't be like, I'm a good person, and, like, this is, it's like, you're actually right. not. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, we're about to find out That's all, a very housewives apology. Yeah. I'm like, sorry you I'm feel sorry, that way. Yeah. I'm sorry you were hurt by all the terrible things I did, but actually, yes. yeah. Billy227 messages them and says, the game is called Never Have I Ever. Like the drinking <laughs> game. 
Yes. Plus, it's timed. So they only have 30 seconds to answer. And in this version, as Blair explains, or sorry, as Billy227 explains, in this version, the loser doesn't drink. The loser dies. And at least Adam says, this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. Adam, I'm with you on that. I'm like, just kill them. You know what I mean? But you're going to die. Yeah. So they all have to put five fingers up. And the first question is, never have I ever started a rumor that Blair had an eating disorder. And Blair's like, did one of you bitches start that rumor? And Jess admits, okay, yes, I did start it. But it's not like there isn't some truth in it. And it's like, again, bad apology, bad confession. Never have I ever crashed Jess's mother's car. And Jess is like, who crashed my mother's car? And Blair's like, yes, it was me. I was drunk, and I didn't want to tell you that it was me. And Jess These is like, kids are Fuck a fucking you. mess. percent. <laughs> I'm like, where are the parents? Where are and the also, parents? like, I'm sorry, but like, this sucks. But also, like, you're being terrorized by somebody, but either the ghost of or somebody pretending to be the ghost of your dead classmates, and two of your friends are already dead. The idea, like, yes. oh, I crashed your mom's car when I was drunk. Who cares? Who cares? You have to, to call Who a cares? psychic Keep or do moving. a seance or something. Yeah. Never have I ever made out with Laura Barnes. And Mitch admits, yes, I did. She kissed me at a party. I pushed her away. We did, we didn't go any farther than that. But yes, I did kiss her. And Blair's like, okay, that's fine. Okay. Never have go. I ever sold out Adam to the cops for selling weed. And Mitch is like, yes, I did it. It was either going to be me and him. And it was him. And I absolutely sold him out. And I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And Adam's mm-hmm. like, why would you do that, man? Mitch says, does it really matter? Which I agree with. It's like, we're, we got to keep it moving. Like, it doesn't keep matter at this point. Never have I ever stolen $800 from Adam. I couldn't tell who. I think it was Jess, but it was hard to tell who did it. But again, somebody stole this money from Adam. Sure. And and all this stuff is like escalating and escalating. And Mitch and Adam were screaming at each other during the call. And Blair's messaging Mitch on the side like, Lay off. Like, do not make him angry. He's yeah. clearly drunk. You know what he's like. Well, you know, whatever. And we're like, all we're living almost, in this trauma. Like, can yeah. we not also add to it with, like, personal... Like, that's what this person wants. Yeah. Like, please... Yeah, exactly. This person wants us to turn each other. Never have I ever offered to trade Jess's life for mine. And all of them are like, we would never do that. And Em's like, oh, my God. Like, I know it was you, Blair. Blair's denying it. And it's like... I would never do that. And Adam's like, oh, yeah, Blair, because you always tell the truth. Right before time runs out, Adam admits it was him. So it's like, Adam, you're such a dirtbag that you're trying to throw suspicion on somebody else. And Adam says, yes, uh, Billy227 messaged me and said, would you give up Jess's life if it would save the other three of you? And I guess he just, he said no, which I'm like, if anything, that makes Adam like a decent person then, mm-hmm. you know? Because if mm-hmm. he had said yes, no. uh, Jess would have just been dead, you know? But Adam is so outraged, and he and Mitch are kind of, like, escalating, escalating, and also Adam is very drunk. He's like, you know, I have a question. Never have I ever had sex. Jess, obviously, we know, fucked the whole, you know, team, had a ton of sex. Adam has had sex. And Blair is like, why are you doing this, Adam? Mitch is under the impression that they are both virgins, and they were going to lose it to each other on prom night. The most classic way to lose your virginity. As everybody should, in the worst way possible. <laughs> yes, exactly. It was intolerable. Again, in the back of a limo, it's like a car. The biggest car you could have sex with is sex. Oh, no, let's detain. Detain. <laughs> oh, I no. have to assume. Yeah, detain with- too. Limo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, prom night. Yeah, she only has sex with a limo on prom night. We have not seen this movie. <laughs> 
Nope. And Adam keeps going. Adam, like, his uncontrolled now, he's like, Never have I ever fucked what are you doing? my boyfriend's best what are you, what are you doing, Adam? Why are you, you doing this? What are you doing? Is he serious? Richie, I'm so sorry. Don't, what? serious? He God damn it, it Adam. And finally... Blair has to admit to Mitch, yes, not only did I cheat on you, but it was with Adam, and it was an accident, mm-hmm. and we were drunk at a party. Again, where were these people, kids' parents? And where Mitch are the freaks parents? out. He's like, no. And I'm like, you were being tortured by a ghost. Like, I'm, Two people I are know dead. this is important. Like, you watched your friend jam his throat out of fucking blender. Yes, right. infidelity. Cheating is not high Two priority. Two thumbs down. It exactly. just is like, we have to survive this. Who gives a fuck, you know? Yeah, if you live through the night, you can deal with the cheating later. But, like, exactly. right now, like, focus yeah. on not dying. And let's be honest, you were going to go away to college next year anyways. You probably would have broken yeah. up. Why are we so upset about it? Who cares? And Adam's like, oh, but you said it didn't matter, bitch. Oh, so it doesn't matter what I said. And then just said a song called How You Lie, Lie, Lie starts playing on Blair's computer. And Blair's sobbing. She's like, no. No, bitch, I love you. You know. <laughs> They're still Mitch- teens and it's still super Exactly. Emo. <laughs> and that's what's kind of fun about it. It's like they do take it as, like, infidelity is as serious as the fact that, like, as far as I know, a poltergeist has seized control of all technology and is forcing their friends to kill each other. It's on the same level, <laughs> which is fun. And Mitch lashes back at Adam and says, never have I ever roofied Ashley Dane. And in order, because then Billy starts the timer again and takes it as Billy's question. And Adam admits that he did it. And Mitch yells at Adam, never have I ever forced Ashley Dane to get an abortion. So ostensibly, Adam roofied Ashley Dane. And raped then raped her? her, and then forced her to get a, to abort the uh, the the child they conceived. And I just kind of feel like that's not as bad as crashing. Like, listen, yes, that is that's worse than posting this video. Does that make sense? Like, it's sort of like once we enter into that kind of like, yeah, are, to get, raping yes. them and forcing them to get abortion. That's like way out of control, you know? Yeah, for teens. I yeah. I'm like, look, that's an that's an, an objectively terrible thing for anyone to experience or do to someone else. But like high school students, Jesus Christ! You know, unfriended really is the original euphoria. That's why I understand yeah. euphoria is like it's just like all oh, these teens. Can they just yeah, get education it's like, for God's sake? Those teens are nowhere near what these teens are. Meanwhile, Mitch is still like obviously angry at Blair. So Blair's like, "Please forgive me. I love you. I meant nothing." And even Adam's like, "It was just a dumb idea. Like, I, we're, we're, I, we, it didn't happen again. We're sorry, you know." And then unfortunately, Billy Two Two Seven says, "Get ready to play some more." And well, Adam's waving his gun around. Could there be? Just then, Allison. Adam's printer starts whirring. Oh, my <gasps> God. The printers are involved. I would and love he, if somebody could make my printer start working. I don't I know, care exactly. if evil yeah, comes just, out of it. You're going to have to cyber bully somebody <laughs> to the point they become a ghost and then they get your printer started. And then working. I can finally access my printer again. Then Blair's printer starts whirring and they both get a sheet of paper that we can't see. And he and Adam tells the rest of the group, i not supposed to tell you what's on this sheet. And Blair says, mine also says I cannot reveal to you what is on the sheet. And Mitch is like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just going to sign off. I am out of here. But of course, uh, Billy227 told us if you sign off, you will die. So Blair's yeah. like, I'm begging you not to. I'm begging I would believe that like, at this point. Yeah, exactly. I mean, again, the, once the blender seat happens, it, everything is possible. I'm like, I'm like, you know what? Whatever the computer says. And Mitch says, tell, just tell me the truth or I will sign off. 
tell me the truth. And Blair's like, okay. So Adam and I did meet up one more time after that first time. Of course. And Mitch says, perhaps my least favorite uh, line in the movie, he says, did he touch you again down there? It's like, yeah, put the pieces together, dude. But both Bro. Blair and Adam say, like, once Grow they up. started to hook up, they both were like, this is a bad idea. There's nothing here. This was a mistake. And then they didn't do it. So I feel like it's like, if anything, that was a very mature decision of like, you know what? We both realized that we're just friends and that was a dumb thing. And we're not going to tell Mitch because it doesn't matter. We're not going right. to pursue anything or che- continue to cheat on him. Whatever. I feel like, if anything, that's what they should have done. If you're going to have mm-hmm. a, uh, you know, a drunken night, a drunken mistake, don't yes. put it on Mitch. He didn't know. And yeah, Mitch, leave it at that. But they're screaming and crying, and finally, Mitch is like, I just want you to tell, show me the truth, tell me the truth, show me what's on that paper. And sobbing, Blair reveals her paper, and the paper says, if you reveal this note, Adam will die. Allison, Adam shoots herself in the head immediately. <gasps> Jess is screaming, you stupid bitch, you killed him. It's like, I'm sorry, no, you're all being controlled by ghosts. No. Like, at this point, yeah, no, like, she, she shouldn't have done it, but the, also. What, what choices are there at this yeah. point? Like, Everything is kind of destructive. Billy227 says, hands up, we're still playing. And the next question is, with the countdown, never have I ever defaced Laura Barnes's grave. And <gasps> I'm like, what are these teens up to? Like These teens are God assholes. God's sake, you're defacing a grave? Well, no wonder, like, Laura girl, you already fucking... cyber-bullied into suicide, <laughs> possibly? Like, it's come like, no, on, what leave she had alone. Come back. Yeah, no wonder she had to seize control of your fucking Skype, you assholes. Just then, we hear the sound of somebody, which sounds like thuds or somebody breaking into Jess's house. And then for reasons I wasn't really sure about, because I'm like, I guess she doesn't have a cell phone or a landline, or I'm not, I don't know. Mm. Blair gets on chat roulette. Remember chat roulette? (laughs) Of course I remember chat roulette. Most people are just there to, I'm sure, masturbate or whatever with people. Yeah, yeah. I never never used it, but I'm very familiar with it from just, like, culture. And so eventually she finds somebody who agrees to call 911 for her. I don't know why she had to do that, but she did. So there is, the cops are going to show up and shoot a ghost. Like, I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, what's the plan? Unfortunately, Jess's video freezes and drops out. Blair and Mitch are screaming. They're freaking out. When the video comes back into the group chat, okay, Jess is choking on a curling iron, which has been turned on, and jammed down her throat, which is singeing and burning the inside of her throat, Allison. I didn't realize this was going to be so... It's like, I feel one of the things (laughs) about found footage or, like, these kinds of movies is, like, it's hard for them to be so graphic because usually they are low budget or limited resources. It's hard, But, like, these deaths are horrific. Yeah. It's pretty gnarly. And so, finally, on Facebook, of course, Blair gets an uh, alert. An image is uploaded of Jess's dead body from the video we've just seen. And the text says, looks like she finally S-T-F-U. Because it's got to be a meme, you know? So now we're down to two. We've got Mitch and Blair still on the call. Just then, Blair gets an alert. Everyone else is dead. Everyone has, has met their untimely demise. Blair hears an alarm on her, and it's for a text tomorrow, an alert on her phone. And mm-hmm. she and Mitch are like, ha ha, like sort of hysterically laughing at like, ha ha, oh my God, we're still teens. <laughs> we still have like a normal life that's supposed to happen tomorrow. And she says to Mitch, do you hate me? And he says, no, I love you so much. 
And Billy227 messages them and says, never have I ever posted the video of drunk Laura. Both Mitch and Blair deny it. And Laura Facebook, Facebook messages just Blair and says, I knew you wouldn't do this, Blair. Why are you protecting him? Don't you want this to be over? And Blair hesitates, but then she replies, resigned, it was him. And Mitch picks up the knife that he was playing with earlier, stabs himself in the eye, killing him. And as Blair screams, the computer starts, like, playing music again. Laura messages her, thanks, Blair, that must have been hard. So just one more thing, and the countdown continues. And Blair's like, what more do you want me to say? Like, I didn't do anything. Like, I loved you. You were like a sister to me. It's like how, and Billy227 says, how could I forget? And Blair says, I'm sorry we drifted apart. And Billy227 says, drifted apart? That's not how I remember it. And finally, we see the full video of of the embarrassing incident, which has been posted to Blair's Facebook wall and reveals that she was the one recording the video. At the end, she sort of turns it to herself and she says, got her. And Billy227 says, I wish I could forgive you and signs off the Skype call. As comment after comment started appearing on Blair's Facebook wall, you're a monster, you should kill yourself, you're the reason she died, kill yourself. And that's where the movie should have ended, okay? I think that's yeah, the perfect that's like, ending. She has to live with it. That's a great it. ending for this movie. Unfortunately, we have another couple seconds, and it's suddenly hands shut Blair's laptop, and Laura's white-eyed ghost lunges down at her from above. So Laura's oh, ghost is going to no. kill Blair. But to me, I was like, oh, yes, of course. How kind of elegant. We, 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 yeah. She has to live with the consequences, and now everyone's going to turn on yeah. her and cyberbully her. It's she like, should I have know, to Laura's live. just going to kill her. Yeah. She should have no, to live. No, she should have to live. Yeah. Like, that I is agree. a worst fate. Um, so, Allison, what are some fatal mistakes that you think that people have made in this film? I could think of one. Fatal mistakes. Don't cyberbully people. Don't cyberbully people. Don't post things about other people. Do not shit. Like, I think, like, I think this is a lesson that, like, this this movie couldn't be made today because I think this lesson has mostly been learned. Yeah, we've had um, much more of a conversation about bullying, Lady Gaga. And, like, and like, got people what, out like, here talking about it. What content belongs to you and what, like, personal space and privacy mean. And, like, I just, you know, it's like, I think, like, in 2014, though, this was very much... And, like, I guess in production 2013, like, this was still very much um, a problem. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm sure it does still happen. That's what's, like, so hard. No, of course it does. And there's new—and the problem with technology is, like, there will always be new ways to violate people, to, like, you know, embarrass people and humiliate them. And that's kind of, like, what is ultimately the worst thing about uh, the world we've built for ourselves. And then I think the other thing is, like, because we see sort of the— don't answer a message from a dead person forum. And what it says is you have to confess. So I think the implication is also like if they had confessed, especially mm-hmm. if Blair had been willing to admit her role in it, would yeah. she have maybe. been spared? Would any of them have been spared if they were able to really would, apologize would maybe, and really feel contrition? If if maybe Blair had confessed early on to like, I took the video. Like mm. I, and clearly like she is the reason that this whole thing happened. Like, yeah. would the others have lived? Yeah, I think there's definitely they, that They seem like collateral damage now knowing, like, the real story. Right, because, like, yeah. I mean, it's so it's so hard to, to know what a ghost prerogative is. But I think it definitely yeah. could have helped 
There's no video to post if no one had ever taken a video. So, like, while, yes, it's, like, Mitch posting it, these people commenting, these people spreading, like, whatever is all terrible and absolutely inhumane. Yeah. The video existing is all because of Blair. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, And then finally, where would you put Unfriended on the spooky scale, Allison? A spooky scale. Oof. I mean, I do think that these movies that take place entirely in digital spaces are very scary because we live so much in digital spaces. Yeah. Um, However, a lot has to, like, get traversed uh, that, would it, that like, uh, narratively doesn't make sense to make sure it happens. Like, yeah, there's a lot there's, of, like, you fill in the gaps, yeah. Yeah, you have to fill in these gaps and, like, have the stuff that kind of, like, then, like, suspends your disbelief. I, I guess I would say a seven, though. I think it's still, those deaths are really horrific. And yeah. I think, like, the reveal of, at the end, like, this girl who was the center who has, like, you know, seeing all of her right. friends die. And like, she always is, seemed like the nicest one. Like she is was kind of the root really of why this, this absolutely terrible act was her yeah. fault. Like is very, all of that is very scary. I do hate that the last few seconds kind of undercut the already trauma filled end. There's something much more. Uh, yeah. I, again, whatever. This is a criticize, you know, filmmakers decisions or whatever, but there is something that I was like, Oh, like that's her punishment. That's if heavy she and has dark. to then experience what what, what, what um, Laura her friend, lived with, kind of, yeah. or worse, because like Laura was just made fun of for a horrible, embarrassing moment, yeah. and Blair is someone who did something nasty to a friend. Yeah, but I guess it's also you know I, if a ghost just wants to murder you, I, yeah, I mean ghost, like it's like yeah, ghost gonna murder. Um, also, as we're talking about, what I realized, the last image actually means this is not a found footage movie at all because this is, in fact, oh. simply from Blair's perspective. Mm. So it's not footage that has been recorded. Recovered, it yeah. is her watching a screen. The but I, again, like, I really enjoyed the screen format. We're definitely going to do a movie host, which also takes place on a Zoom call. Yes. And... Um, so so in case you're like, wait a minute, this isn't found footage, I just realized that, so my bad. <laughs> I, uh, that's I, I think I think that like if you know 87 minutes of an 87 and a half minute mm-hmm. movie or 87 and three second movie, <laughs> you know, minute and three second movie, um, is presented as found footage, it still is classified as found footage. Thank you. We will I will take that as the official definition. For me, so. and again, this is uh spooky scales merely a, a measure of how spooky something is. I'm yes. going to give us a four. I don't think it's spooky. I do think the the deaths are gruesome and awful, but I think the um, the nature of a ghost controlling your computer doesn't to me, it doesn't hit me where it hurts. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and and not that you can't mm-hmm. have a ghost in a computer movie that does, but I feel like this this was enjoyable, but to me, not. I didn't feel scared personally. Um, um, oh, our producer Sabrina said that's the twist that it's not found footage. <laughs> yeah, that and that's the twist. That's the twist. Um, but we hope that you guys enjoyed this episode, and yes, we're rounding the corner. I think we're this is going to come. We're all almost be done, or, or we're just close about to done. the end of of month two of found footage month. <laughs> 
And we might do it again. No, we'll probably do something else just to mix it up. Um, but we will definitely have more found footage films that pop up in other themes or as oh, they yeah. come out that we want to cover. It is such a rich subgenre of, mm-hmm. of horror that I am excited to kind of see where else it goes. But this one, I mean, yeah. I, li- I, I like kind of having a, a very modern, even though it's from, at this point, like eight years ago. Um, oh, boy. But a modern Time. kind of digital take on found footage. Yeah. Time. I really enjoy that. Also, You're just you staring just... into the distance in a way Time. that I don't like. Yeah, I'm staring at my gigantic, um, my hourglass, my 20-foot hourglass <laughs> on a hill. That's what I imagine when you guys moved apartments. You were like, well, we're here really for the, <laughs> uh, you know, hourglass that takes up most of the space and reminds us of mortality. <laughs> yeah, there are no closets there, but there is a gigantic hourglass a gigantic that comes with. hourglass in the middle of the, the foyer. <laughs> Um, and I was going to say, I feel like you could do a sequel to this movie and have it be like kids eight years later. Maybe they do a seance, they inadvertently summon, or somebody else is side ruling, and then Lori has to come back and just start kicking ass. I think that'd be really fun. Actually, there is an unfounded sequel. What am I talking about? And it is unfounded, colon, dark web, which we absolutely have to. What did I say? Unfounded. Oh, yes. Um unfriended colon dark web, which sounds absolutely great. I mean, I feel like we're going to have to do it. And then we can get into the question is, uh, how uh, scary do you find the concept of the dark web? Which I'm going to say very scary. Very scary. All right. All right. Thank you so much for for listening and um, have a a great day. And um, keep leaving those uh, spooky five-star reviews. Uh, We're loving all of them, even when identity theft is the topic. Um, and, <laughs> and especially uh, when I think that is a topic. You know, we got more more different themes coming up, more new stuff coming down the pipeline. So, like, of course, like email us or uh, DM us on Instagram your uh, suggestions or questions or anything you got. Cook it up because we'll do it all. Yeah. Um, and well, uh, until then, please, if you don't mind, keep, keep it, it spooky. spooky. And we love you very much. We love you. Do not cyberbully. No cyberbullying. Who dong you? Who dong that? Who dong that? Who dong that? Who dong that? Someone let us know. Who dong that? Who dong that? Who dong that? Ruined is a Radio Point production with executive producers Alex Bach, Sabrina Fonfetter, and Houston Snyder. Recorded and edited by Kat Iosa. Mm